Hey, welcome to Set the Hook with Pat Rose, coming to you from Chattanooga, Tennessee. God's country, if you will. Hey, listen, you see the military veterans, firefighters, police officers, EMTs out, walk up, shake their hand, tell them thank you. They deserve that. And as Camden always says, we are legit. And now, our national anthem. Hey, welcome to Set the Hook with Pat Rose. Let me introduce to you our first guest. He is the 2019 Major League Fishing Red Crest World's Champion and one of my favorite anglers, Edwin Evers. Edwin, welcome back to Set the Hook. How are you, brother? Man, I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, brother, I'm going to tell you what. I've been key. I've got the app on my phone, man, the, uh, the uh, Major League Fishing app, and I've enjoyed yeah. this week watching you guys. Congratulations on the win, Edwin. Thank you so much. It was uh, quite a week, an intense week at times, and, and, and then, you know, the final day, it was went pretty good. I, I don't know what to say, but other than it went really good. <laughs> I seen that, man, and it was like back-to-back-to-back-to-back fish. Yeah, it was. That was, a, that was quite a 22, 28-minute period, however it was. that They broke it down. I think there's an article on it. I hadn't got to read it, but I think somebody said it. One time I caught 22 in a row. Golly. Now, have you gotten, and that was going to be a question later on, but have you gotten used to uh, catching the numbers and pounds uh, as compared to five fish limit? It's just a lot harder. You know, it's a lot more taxing on your body, a lot more taxing on your brain. You know, the five fish limit deal, Man, it's just getting five bites. And once you've gotten those five bites, it, it, there's a lots of downtime, lots of relaxation in that old format. Yeah. And, um, you know, this format, there's never a second to take a break because you have to catch them the entire day, you know, unless you're fortunate to have a pretty good lead, you know, going in, into a knockout round or one of those rounds where, you know, you don't need to keep catching them. But for the most part, it's just, over-the-top taxing on your body, your brain, your tackle. I've never gone through more tackle wow. than I have went through this year fishing that format. Um, it's just amazing how much tackle I go through. So it, All it, the time at, at it, every event, I'm trying to find a tackle store or a bass pro <laughs> shop someplace to go <laughs> restock what I'm out of. So, man, it sounds like it's hammered down from, uh, hey, let's go fish. It is. It is. Wow. It's a... It's a Full eight hour, you know, getting after it, all you got, trying to get every fish you can in the boat. Yeah. Man, Lacrosse, Wisconsin, pool number seven. You know, I was watching Marty Stone tell us about the lake on the uh, Major League Fishing app that I have on my phone. And uh, it looked fun. I mean, it looked fun. Was practice, uh, do you still get two and three days practice or just two? We just get two days of practice, two 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 full days of practice, and 
which I kind of like, you know, after three days, yeah. two days is probably more than enough on most bodies of water. Yeah. Now, after that two days, I mean, was it, uh, were you on the fish? I mean, or did you have to, did you have to look my, for them? My first day of practice, I hadn't had a bite till about 1030, and I started throwing a flat-sided crankbait that Berkeley's making, and it was amazing. I, I caught two on it on my first cast and it just everything started clicking at 10 30 and i found about 10 spots just like it little shell beds on these little subtle points and uh -huh. you throw out there and you catch one and there'd be 20 of them with it or they'd come up schooling so once i figured that out i felt really good going into the tournament um but as the tournament progressed you know obviously other people found them and it got a, it got a lot lot tougher on me once the tournament time came around. Yeah. Yeah, I got you, man. And, and I mean, what all baits were used with you, uh, uh, Edwin? Uh, that was a Berkeley Fritz side, the size five. It's that new flat-sided crankbait that's just a – it's really the deal. It's, it's a phenomenal crankbait. Um, I would start off with it. And then when they'd quit biting it, I'd throw a shaky head out there. Yeah. And then the, the third day of the tournament, really, it transpired over into a topwater. And uh, mm -hmm. I started throwing a, a Berkeley Jaywalker, the 100, the smaller size and a bone color, because they wouldn't even fire up on that on that crankbait that day, but they'd fire up on that, that topwater. Then I'd catch as many as I could on that topwater, and then I'd follow it back up with that shaky head. And then the final day of the tournament, you know, getting into that backwater pond, jumping over those couple beaver dams, um, I caught about 60% of those fish flipping laydowns and, and grass in there, throwing a pit boss. It's a Berkeley this pit boss, California yeah. 420. Yeah. And then uh, that the, the rest of them all came on a, a vibrating jig, um, a chartreuse and wide or a green pumpkin vibrating jig. Wow, very good, man. Very good. Uh, man... Now, and I ask this to every guy, you know, it's Wisconsin, it's up north. Did the water temp or the surface temp, did it have anything to do with the fish? Uh, those fish up there, in my opinion, relate 100% to current. Um, you know, they, they use that current day in, day out to bring their food to them. And uh, that's why so many of those fish would be stacked up, you know, on those gotcha. shell beds, those points. You know, that final day that that lake, the river was falling, and uh, it was all that big lake was draining over that, that duck pond, and that's why all those fish were, were stacked up right there. But uh, um, I think current's probably the more more predictable thing there than, than water temperature, you know, because the water temperature, you know, being on a river with current, it takes a lot longer to change um, just because it's always flowing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, are you done for the year? Oh no, I got a got got a couple cup events left that you know I was fortunate okay. enough to qualify for, and okay. got some sponsor obligations, some filming to do, and got a big dove hunt. Now that's real important this weekend, and got a pecan <laughs> crop to try to get out. But no, I got. Oh, that's right. You do the pecan farm. thing, man. Oh yeah, yep, yep. Now, how if say I'm a can can I get that? Can I? Do you have a website that we can get the pecan? Oh yeah. Ed, Hit it, Edwin Evers Pecans. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Edwin Evers Pecans. I, I'd be happy to send you some. Send me your address, and uh, once I get that crop in, I'll, I'll just send you oh, some. Oh, my Lord. I love pecans. Heck, yeah. All right. Let me uh, give a shout-out to some of the sponsors that make Set the Hook with Pat Rose possible every week. Big Daddy's Outdoors, Bridgeport, Alabama, Wired to Fish, Wired2Fish.com, Towboat U.S., Lake Chickamauga, Colonial Chemical Company, ColonialChem.com. Lolito's Mexican Restaurant on the Square in Trenton, Georgia. Duckett Fishing, BD Baits, Gunnersville, Alabama. Dan's Prop Shop, Soddy Daisy, Tennessee. Power Post, Shallow Water Anchors, Kudzu Cove Rental Cabins, Gunnersville, Alabama. Fish Dayton, Bass Town, USA. Reese Tire, Somerville, Georgia. The Rod Glove, Exxon Lures, 10 OC LED LEDs for your boat and the Texas Hippie Coalition. We'll be right back.
As an angler, you want to catch fish at night more easily. You want to navigate the waterways in low visibility and still be seen by other watercraft. Basically, you want to own the maritime night. The 10OC LEDs has the gear that you need. That's right, 10OC LEDs with more lights, less money, and quality products. They specialize in 12-volt efficiency LED marine lighting, offering black lights, navigation lights, deck lights, trailer lights, and bait-attracting crappie lights. For a better fishing experience, visit our website, number 10, letter OCLEDS.com, 10OCLEDs.com. Let me tell you about the number one outdoor store in this area, Big Daddy's Outdoors. With its early beginnings focusing mainly on archery, Big Daddy's Outdoors has grown to offer quality outdoor equipment for every discipline of hunting and fishing. Big Daddy's is owned and operated by an avid outdoorsman with a vast knowledge of the products he offers. They look forward to serving you. Big Daddy's Outdoors, on the web at BigDaddy'sOutdoors.com or call 877-498-9444. Big Daddy's Outdoors, Bridgeport, Alabama. Need to buy a new prop? Need your prop repaired? Call Dan's Prop Shop. With over 30 years of experience, Dan's Prop Shop specializes in stainless steel propeller repair and modifications. Located at 11238 Dayton Pike in Soddy Daisy, just off Highway 27 at the Higgins Pike exit. Visit Dan's Prop Shop on the web at danspropshop.com or call 1-877-332-9002. That's 1-877-332-9002. Hey folks, this is Boyd Duckett, owner of Duckett Fishing, the home of Micro Magic, Macro Magic, White Ice, and Ghost Series of Rods. The finest series of micro-guided fishing rods ever made on the planet. Our original Micro Magic rods are the first line of production rods to utilize the latest in micro-guide technology. Ultra-light yet durable rods that are perfectly balanced and super sensitive. Visit DuckettFishing.com or just call the office toll-free 888-603-0005. Gemini Sports Marketing, the premier maker of tournament jerseys, hoodies, and accessories for bass fishing and other sports. You want to look like a pro bass angler? Contact Gemini Sports Marketing. Go online, g2gemini.com. That's G, the number two, gemini.com. For the easy-to-order system, Gemini Sports Marketing, number one in the bass fishing industry. Go to g, the number two, gemini.com today. Hey, welcome back to Satilka Pat Rose. We are talking to 2019 Major League Fishing Red Crest World Champion Edwin Evers. Edwin, thanks for hanging out with us for another segment, man. Uh, I got to gotta ask you you know we're down here chickamauga uh nickajack gunnersville now this lake in in uh, lacrosse wisconsin it, you know it's y'all use pool seven pool eight correct yes sir now that is on the mississippi river yep what kind of uh what is there vegetation is there oh, is yeah, there ledges cool. is there it's really a neat, unique fishery, Pat. It's uh, it's got backwaters with vegetation, you know, millful, uh, duckweed, um, eelgrass. Uh, really, really neat. Lots of laydowns, lots of shoots and cuts. But then you see a guy like Greg Hatton. He caught him on a deep diving crankbait one of his days on, on a drop, you know, in 10 to 12 feet of water. So um, just a neat place to fish, you know, smallmouth and largemouth. That was one thing that really shocked me in my practice I was catching 70% smallmouth and some big ones. I had wow. some three and, a, three and a half to four and a half pound smallmouths. You know, one time I had one on the front hook and one on the back hook on that crankbait. Yet in the tournament, I caught one the entire week. I do not know what happened <laughs> to those smallmouths. Some, something changed. I think just a little bit less current, and I didn't obviously adjust to figure out where the smallmouth went, you know, because largemouth took over where they were. But uh, it's a neat place. Really neat place. Wow, that's cool, buddy. That's cool. And I've heard a lot about it. You know, never never been that way. Uh, with uh, that last day, I mean, you were putting some good fish in the boat. Was Am I correct? Uh, you know, I went in there because I, there was a couple tournaments that I felt like I should have won. I had big fish in, in, a, in a previous event in there, 5-6, and uh-huh. I had 
mul- multiple other ones like that in there that I didn't land. You know, up north, a 5.6 is like a 20-year-old bass. It's a really big one. It'd be like catching a 7, 8, 9-pounder, you know, on Gunnersville or someplace like that. And uh, I, that's the whole reason I went in there. And, you know, for whatever reason, I went connected, only landed one good fish, and I had another about 4.5-pounder break me off, and I had two other good ones um that i lost but for the most part the fish were you know a pound and a half to two pounds uh it's just it is what it is it's it's but it's how i fished the tournament too it's the strategy i had you know to try to win the tournament if yeah in a different format i obviously would have had to make an adjustment to uh find some bigger bigger fish you know average fish but you know under that format um i felt like i needed to do what i needed to do to to, to put as much as much weight as i could on that score tracker hey man when you were uh when you were over here uh during the mf M- mlf uh how did it go for you on chickamauga it went yeah. great I, I finished in the top five uh it went really really well um I, I love that lake. It's just a great fish factory. I think we were there on one of the toughest weeks of the year. You know, I visited with Michael Neal quite a bit after that event, and he said, man, it's probably the absolute worst week we could have ever have been there. It's just kind of the, the funk that those fish were in. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, just what a neat lake. I'm going to tell you what. This year has been just off the hook. Um, fish dating, they, they post um, – you know, fish that's being caught in in the lake, and and a lot of double digit bass this year, and I've caught some good fish, and I'm I'm normally you know I'm just there, but it's been great this year, and I hope you guys come back. The uh, 2020 schedule's not out yet, correct? No, sir. It, it'll be out here shortly, though. I think they're going to announce it here in the next couple weeks. Okay, good, good. Man, I got a question I want to ask you, but I'm not going to ask you because it ain't public yet. But let me ask you this, man. How can we keep up with Edwin Evers and uh, hit your sponsors as well? Oh, you know, I I, I, I try to keep, you know, my f- friends and family and, and fans all, all through social media. You know, obviously try to get something up every day, what I'm doing. But, uh, uh, you know that'd be the best way i i uh, i appreciate everybody's support out there and just i'm super fortunate to be doing something i love to do oh man that's right that's right man when i was talking about that on the way in today i talked to an old buddy and i let him know what i was doing he said man you're doing what you love you know you're, you're lucky yeah. so we're lucky man we are lucky uh, we are very, very both of us man let me ask you this now do you have time uh to fish you know, like bass opens or FLWs or anything like that, or can you do that being major league fishing? Oh, I can do it, do any, all or the above. Uh-huh. Uh, but you know, with the schedule and the, the pecan farm and enjoying to do a little <laughs> hunting on the side, I've got a full plate, you know, still trying to be a good dad and a good husband. So, uh, I, I, I am tapped out as far as fishing. <laughs> I, I like to uh, spend a little time around the house doing some other things and, and just fun fishing. You know, that's that's one thing that kind of gets lost the sight, you know, kind of lose sight of why you got into this whole thing in the first place is just fun fishing and fishing, you know, around the house with friends and family. So um, I, I'm plenty good right now. I, I think I'll have fished 15 events by the end of the year, not including sponsor obligations and events for them. So 15 week long events is quite a few. How many kids you got, Edwin? I got two. Uh, just married one of them off last uh, Sunday, oh, and I've, I got a ten-year-old uh, son. So, blessed um, beyond measure. Two great, great kids. Couldn't ask for two better ones. Oh, that, How about you, Pat? Oh man, I, I'm glad you did this. I got a fourteen-year-old son. His name's Camden. He's a drummer. He played his first uh, music festival this past weekend and got to play a set and got to sing and play acoustic. And uh, just proud oh, wow. as heck of him, man. Just proud heck of that yeah. little boy. I love him to death, buddy. Do you see in your son a fisherman? You know, we fished our very first tournament this year. Yeah. And he was ate up with it. it we had a four-fish stringer. You know, it's all you're allowed in the summertime on Grand. And he caught two of them oh, and cool. uh, was ate up with it. We got beat by eight ounces and uh it, i'm kind of glad we got beat because i didn't really want him getting thinking it was that easy you know <laughs> and 
he was he like all fired up now so that was kind of new for me because i've never really pushed it upon him um so i'm super excited that maybe that's going to really light a fire underneath him he he, he acted like he, it did and he wants to go oh, do it some more so that is cool, that's pretty exciting buddy. is he in the boat with dad when dad's getting stuff together for the road Oh, he will be, yeah. He'll come out there and mess with me. He sure will. That's cool, buddy. That is cool. Edwin, I'm going to tell you, man, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Uh, 2019 uh, Red Crest uh, World's Champion. They are using the word World's Champion with that, right? It's just the Red Crest Champion. We have another event called the World Championship, ah. which is cul culminates from the Cups. I know it's all confusing. But uh, we're trying to streamline that a little bit more going forward. But, uh, you know, the best analogy that I, I've been given, you know, we're flying this airplane that we're still building, you know. <laughs> everything everything came together this year, you know, so quick. you got to think about 90 guys signed to fish yeah, a new man. league that, that, you know, the schedule is being built as we're fishing the schedule. So it's going to be really exciting next year going forward, having a year to plan the right lakes at the right times you know, for the right kind, you know, for fishing, you know, just this year we had to kind of take the leftovers and to where we could go and where we could fit in. And we had a flood that made us go back to table rock twice. And, <laughs> and uh, uh, so I'm really looking forward to next year and, and the things that are, are coming forward. Man, that's great. And if you ever get down Chattanooga way, uh, passing through or something, call me, I'll buy you lunch. How about that? I'll take you up on it. hundred percent. All right, Edwin Evers. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for being on set to hook. Thank you, Pat. All right, man. Edwin Evers, you can't get no better than that. I'm going to tell you what. Uh, every And I've known, I, well, I've known of Edwin a long time, and I've kept up with Edwin. He's a nitro guy. I love the nitro. Got a Triton right now. But uh, good guy, good family man, Christian man, good dude. And uh, always a pleasure to have Edwin on. I see the boat in the parking lot. I know it. I'm fixing to go as soon as we get through. A little jealous. Oh, come on with me. You want to? <laughs> Be nice if I can. How many more minutes we got? Oh, we got about a minute. All right. Let me uh, let me hit some sponsors that make Seth Hook a Pat Rose possible every week. Big Daddy's Outdoors, Bridgeport, Alabama. Wired to fish. Wired the number two fish dot com. Towboat U.S. Lake Chickamauga. Colonial Chemical Company. Colonialchem.com. Lalitos Mexican Restaurant on the Square in Trenton, Georgia. Duckett Fishing, B.D. Bates, Gunnersville, Alabama. Dan's Prop Shop, Sonny Daisy, Tennessee. Power Pole, Shallow Water Anchors. Kudzu Cove Rental Cabins, Gunnersville. Fish Dayton, Bastown, USA. Reese Tire, Somerville, Georgia. The Rod Glove, Exxon Lures. And let me welcome a new sponsor, 10 OC LEDs. LEDs for your boat. The website, 10 OC leds.com and the Texas Hippie Coalition. We'll be right back. Let me tell you about the number one outdoor store in this area, Big Daddy's Outdoors. With its early beginnings focusing mainly on archery, Big Daddy's Outdoors has grown to offer quality outdoor equipment for every discipline of hunting and fishing. Big Daddy's is owned and operated by an avid outdoorsman with a vast knowledge of the products he offers. They look forward to serving you. Big Daddy's Outdoors, on the web at BigDaddy'sOutdoors.com or call 877-498-9444. Big Daddy's Outdoors, Bridgeport, Alabama. Restire Service, 46, Lake Wanda Reed Road, Somerville, Georgia. Give them a call at 706-857-1566. At Restire Center, we provide new tires to customers in Somerville, Chattanooga, Rome, and surrounding areas. Visit our website at RestireService.com and use the Consumer Tire Guide to learn more about tires. Restire handles all brands at great prices. Tell them Pat Rose sent you. 
Kudzu Cove, Gunnersville's hidden treasure. Looking for a nice place to get away for the weekend or stay as long as your heart desires? Kudzu Cove Rental Cabins is the place for you. The rustic design of these cabins make you feel like life has slowed down for at least a few days. There's plenty of boat trailer parking with electric hookups. Ask for their 2% discount for military, police, and emergency responders. Visit Kudzu Cove at kudzucove.com or call Lakelands Limited at 265-5759. Make sure you mention Set the Hook with Pat Rose sent you. Nothing stops your boat faster and holds it more securely than power pole shallow water anchors. Now there's a new power pole anchor that's just the right size for aluminum boats. Introducing the Power Pole Micro. This compact powerhouse is an all-electric spike driver unit that holds boats up to 1,500 pounds and works with any 3-4 inch spike. You get the quick, quiet operation just like our standard anchors, but at the size and price that's right for your boat. To see the new Micro and find a dealer near you, go to power-pole.com. Hey, welcome back to Set the Hook with Cat Rose. Let me introduce our next guest. Uh, this cat is one of my favorite anglers. He is Major League Fishing Bass Pro, Brandon Polinick. Brandon, welcome back to Set the Hook. How are you, man? I'm doing good, Pat. How about yourself? Brother, it has been a while. I've been thinking about you. You've been on my mind. How are you? I'm good. Good, making the drive home from our red crest championship over in lacrosse wisconsin so now are Just, you uh, are you in idaho i'm not yet but that's where i'm headed that's where you're headed okay okay yep. man uh i'm gonna say right out of the gate uh, you know it's a big deal uh to be included in that uh mlf stuff and uh congratulations on your part man i think that's just cool as crap how did it go this year you know the first uh bass tour um how'd it go for you uh it was good i mean personally it was a i would say a decent year not a stellar year ended up finishing 27th in the points so we qualified for the red crest championship which is good uh you know and i'm able to look back at a few events and you know say i made really good decisions at that one and then i can look at a few events and say i probably should have done something a little different at that one <laughs> uh, you know so it was, it was kind of one of those years where I, I had a few good top 10 tournaments and finished up second at one of our table rock events and you know so i had had some really good events and then i didn't really have any bomb events other than conroe where i finished down toward the bottom of the pack and that place has just always had my number oh, uh, right, so man. i would say overall it was it was good you know and there's there's still a lot of things a lot of growth yeah. that happened with that platform yeah and that, you know we just had edwin evers on and i asked him uh, and i'm going to ask you as well you know going to a different format to where you have to catch numbers and pounds uh how is that for you have you gotten used to it and and i guess you got to be in shape because you're gonna be i guess you're gonna be humping it from the bail yeah i think there's definitely a learning curve to it uh, because i think one of the biggest differences is that you have to catch them all day long yeah start to finish you know or at least catch them good enough in one part of the day or the other to not get too far behind, especially on like a, you know, a championship day where, you know, you're just shooting for the top. There's not like a lower cut line. Uh, and I would say that's the biggest difference, right? You can't just find a good morning spot or good morning bite, catch five big ones and then, you know, go search the rest of the day or vice versa. You really have to be able, be able to catch them throughout the entire day yeah. to have a shot yeah now does that affect uh let's say does that affect your practice and how you look uh at the lake now as far as the five fish limit it does depending on the body of water and the time of year that we're there uh, what i noticed was that in the spring 
it didn't really seem to change the way that I would fish or approach a body of water as much. Um, you know, because a lot of the majority of the fish are, are pushing shallow, yeah. they're moving up there, and you've got the numbers and the larger fish kind of uh, making their way, pushing their way towards the bank. But it really, where it really started to kick in, and you could tell a difference, was when you start getting into that post-spawn summertime where, you know, those fish start to kind of separate your larger fish and just your average size fish. And you get that separation of, you know, especially like when we went to Table Rock and you have different species uh -huh. that live differently throughout the lake. You know, like spotted bass, well, they'll school up in really large groups and they're, they're just not big enough to win a five fish tournament there. But really spotted bass were the best thing to target when we went there the second time because a lot of the fish started moving offshore, started grouping up. And you could find those schools of spot that had 30, 40, 50 fish in them. Right. Uh, you know, and if you could find a little bit bigger ones that were, you know, a pound and a half to two pounds, you could really do some damage. Um, and so I think that's where, where I noticed my practice techniques start to change. You know, it was later in the year when those fish started getting grouped up. You started to look for those larger, bigger groups of fish that may yeah. not have as many big ones in them. But you were going to be able to sustain for three or four days on those bigger groups of fish. Gotcha. Yeah, man, that makes sense. That makes sense. Now, getting ready uh, uh, in practice for the Red Crest up at La Crosse, Wisconsin, uh, were you on fish? A ninth place finish is good, man. You're fishing against the number one people the uh, in the world. Uh, did uh, Did practice go good for you? You know, that was actually probably my toughest practice wow. that I've ever had on the river. Um, so, like, I I walked away obviously wanting to win, but finishing up ninth at the end of the week, part of me had to be excited about it because I had really only found one area in Pool 8 where I felt like I could catch multiple fish. Right. Uh, you know, at a decent pace of time. And I ended up starting in that same area with Zach Burge and Michael Neal. And all three of us started in there. And all three of us ended up making the top 10, which is kind of crazy to think about how many fish got caught out of there. Uh, and it was, it was just kind of one of those places that every day it would change a little bit. And I would uh -huh. have to adapt and catch them a little different. And, uh, you know, so I, my practice really wasn't that good, but I made those right decisions during the event that allowed me to have a good event. Yeah. So those are the ones you walk away from feeling good about them. Got you, man. Now, how did you catch your fish, Brandon? I mean, what kind of, uh, what kind of stuff was in the lake? I mean, I know wing dams, vegetation, uh, uh, stuff like that. Yeah. There really was a mixture of those things, the rock and the grass and some lay down trees. Those are the things that I was targeting and, that's what made the one area that I was fishing so special is that it was right off the main river channel. It had just kind of that slow secondary current and it allowed more fish to pull up in there. And I was really targeting the grass with a terminator popping frog in hot mud camo, the color. And then I would also catch some on kind of those little offshore places like, you know, whether it be a rock pile, a wing dam, uh, little underwater structures. And I was targeting those with uh, two different crankbaits, a uh, Rapala BX Brat, and then a Stormarashi Square 3, both in shad patterns. And then I was also um, playing around with a drop shot, a Zoom 3 trick worm yeah. on a drop shot on those places. And, uh, you know, just kind of made a rotation changed it up a little bit every day and was able to, you know, make a top 10 really out of just that one area. Oh, very good, man. Brandon, can you hang out with us another segment? Sure. All right. Hey, let me uh, mention some sponsors that make Set Hook or Pat Rose uh, possible each week. 
Big Daddy's Outdoors, Bridgeport, Alabama. Wired to Fish, wired the number two fish.com. Towboat U.S., Lake Chickamauga, Colonial Chemical Company, colonialchem.com. Lolito's Mexican Restaurant on the Square in Trenton, Georgia. Duckett Fishing, B.D. Bates, Gunnersville, Georgia. Dan's Prop Shop, Soddy Daisy, Tennessee. Power Pole, Shallow Water Anchors. Kudzu Cove Rental Cabins. Fish Dayton, Bass Town, USA. Reese Tire, Somerville, Georgia. The Rod Glove, X-Zone Lures. Our new sponsor, 10OC LEDs. LEDs for your boat. And the Texas Hippie Coalition. We've been talking to Brandon Palinick, and we'll be right back. Let me tell you about the number one outdoor store in this area, Big Daddy's Outdoors. With its early beginnings focusing mainly on archery, Big Daddy's Outdoors has grown to offer quality outdoor equipment for every discipline of hunting and fishing. Big Daddy's is owned and operated by an avid outdoorsman with a vast knowledge of the products he offers. They look forward to serving you. Big Daddy's Outdoors, on the web at BigDaddy'sOutdoors.com or call 877-498-9444. Big Daddy's Outdoors, Bridgeport, Alabama. Whether you're a tournament fisherman, weekend warrior, or occasional angler vrxfishing.com has products that protect your gear and keep your rods from tangling they are best known for the very popular rod glove fishing rod sleeves featuring taper tips 20 great colors multiple size availability and 100 made in north america and now vrxfishing.com offers more great glove products including the real glove the bait glove rod glove wraps and the rod glove saver see vrxfishing.com for all your rod glove needs that's vrxfishing.com hey this is pat rose of set to hook want some good mexican food visit my friends at lowly Mexican restaurant on the square in Trenton, Georgia. Make the short drive from Chattanooga and surrounding areas and have some authentic Mexican food. Lolito's Mexican restaurant on the square in Trenton, Georgia. Wired to Fish is the number one bass fishing website in the world with over 300,000 hits a month on the internet. Wired to Fish brings you more bass fishing info and reviews than any other website. Don't forget to enter their contest. It's simple to enter and fun to play. Visit Wired to Fish now at wiredtofish.com. That's wired, the number two, fish.com. As an angler, you want to catch fish at night more easily. You want to navigate the waterways in low visibility and still be seen by other watercraft. Basically, you want to own the maritime night. Then 10OC LEDs has the gear that you need. That's right, 10OC LEDs with more lights, less money, and quality products. They specialize in 12-volt efficiency LED marine lighting, offering black lights, navigation lights, deck lights, trailer lights, and bait-attracting crappie lights. For a better fishing experience, visit our website, number 10, letter OCLEDS.com, 10OCLEDs.com. The tournament day is underway. You've got a couple good ones in the live well, and it's only 8.30. But how's the weather in your live well? It might be a perfect start to the day, but as hours pass, conditions change. That's when more anglers turn to the VT2 live well ventilation system by New Pro Products. Live wells are a trap for higher temperatures and harmful gases. And while interval aeration is a good start, it pulls power that's already stretched from trolling, sonar, and more. The VT2 is double-trusted to protect against the natural triple threat, heat buildup, oxygen deprivation, and detrimental metabolic gases. VT2 allows continuous oxygen flow. It's an escape route for heat with a patent design that works with the movement of your boat. The result is a more balanced live well environment for days when the heat is on and not just at the weigh-in. VT2 works as you win. Get yours today at newproproducts.com. It was a perfect day for the end of May, they say a record high. I stared at that green water, went out of the blue and by surprise. She had her feet up on the cooler as she put our love on ice. She grabbed a beer, said I'm out of here, and walked out of my life. Oh, that was a cold one. Never will get back. Hey, welcome back to Set the Hook with Pat Rose. We are talking to Major League Fishing Bass Pro Brandon Palinick. And uh, Brandon, uh, Major League Fishing, three days or two-day practice uh, for you guys? 
We have two days. It's really about a day and a half because they cut it off early uh, on the final day. Later. Now, is that enough time to figure out what you need to figure out and get to fishing uh, where you need to fish? Some days it is. <laughs> you know, or some weeks, some weeks you just roll up, first spot you're dialed in. But then other weeks you're looking at it coming. I'm, I might need a whole week and a half to figure this place out. <laughs> All right. Now, it being Wisconsin... And I asked Edwin this, and he said, no, man, just current. Did the, did the water temp have a play in it for you? Uh, and, and what was the surface temp up that way? It really didn't seem to have that much of an effect on it because, uh, you know, it was like lower 70s to mid-70s maybe, depending on where you're at. But it really just seemed to be that those fish were setting up kind of in their summer places. They were quite a ways behind of where they normally should be uh-huh. this time of year right? because the water has been so high there all spring and all summer. And so they really, really had those fish kind of behind, and I think it had the water temps lower than normal too. And it just really seemed like you had to have kind of that mild, moderate current if you were going to have any decent-sized group of fish. Got you, buddy. Hey, let's do this before I forget it, man. Brandon, tell us how we can keep up with uh, Brandon Palinick and uh, hit your sponsors as well. Yeah, you can um, follow me on pretty much any of the social media channels, uh, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Those are all uh, at Brandon Palinick. And uh, if you want to just keep it easy, you can go straight to my website at bmpfishing.com. And, uh, man, long list of sponsors. Go RV, uh, they're a big one that sponsors our YouTube series. So on YouTube, it's just BMT Fishing. We film yeah. every single tournament, all the behind-the-scenes stuff, show everybody all the goods that you don't always get to see, you know, through the tournament platforms. Uh, and then Skeeter, Yamaha, Nakoda, Humminbird, Daiwa, Alpha Angler, the whole Rapala family, uh, and then the major one for the fishing stuff is hook performance clothing. Oh, very good, man. Now, do you ever go, and this would be cool for the fans, Brandon. Do you ever go live on Facebook when you're riding down the road or anything? Uh, we do every once in a while go on live on Instagram and Facebook sometimes, uh, you know, just kind of depends on what people want to see. Buddy. If there's some people out there listening <laughs> that want to see it, let us know. Man, I'm telling you what, we, my, my son and I, we go on a lot and we just talk. You know, he'll ask me wrestling questions and I'll ask him music questions. And we have got, uh, we've got an audience. That's our TV these days, man. It's it's amazing. Yep. It is amazing. Now, what's your hometown, Brandon? Uh, well, technically, I live just outside of Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Okay. And so we're we're sandwiched up there between Spokane, Washington, and the wow. Montana border, just a couple hours south of Canada. Golly! So when you leave, you're gone for the summer. We're typically gone about nine months out of the year. Have you ever thought about moving to Gunnersville? I've thought about it, and I've shot it down every single time. Man. <laughs> I just like it too much at home. Yeah, I understand. I ain't no place like home, you know. What? Uh-huh. Uh now, tell us about the boat you're running, man. Boat and motor. Let's let's see. So right now I'm running a Skeeter FX twenty with a Yamaha two fifty SHO. And that's pretty much the boat that I have ran the last nine seasons fishing professionally. First boat I ever, first bass boat I ever stepped in was a Skeeter, uh, and that's what I've ran my entire professional career. And next year they've got a new boat coming out. I actually Ooh. just ordered my new boat a couple weeks ago, and that's going to be the Skeeter FXR, and it is the baddest boat out there on the market Ooh. in a good way. Cool, <laughs> they have uh, they've done a lot of improvements. It's pretty much an entire overhaul of the FX platform, new hole, top cap, like 
new deck layout. I mean, they've really stepped it up and done a bunch of engineering to create the best ride they've ever had. More speed, uh, better handling. I mean, it's going to be uh, just a rocket ship of a boat. Oh, my Lord. That's good, man. That's cool. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. You know, we've got down over here in Bridgeport, Alabama, the uh, the Yamaha little secret place where they uh, do testing and all that. You've never uh-huh. been down here, have you? I have not got to do any of that yet. We would eat lunch at a place called Charlie Bree's, B's in Bridgeport, and all the Yamaha guys would come in wearing hats, and 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 you can tell you can tell a Bass Pro. And uh, a lot of those guys were bass pros, and I'm sure they didn't want to, you know, divulge any secrets or anything like that because uh-huh. that place is locked up tighter than <laughs> anything. You know what I mean? Yep. Do you ever get to have any input uh, in any baits? Do you have any any signature baits that you put out? Um. Yeah, actually. So a lot of people don't know this, but the entire storm arashi lineup of hard baits yeah i have my hand in developing that uh so start to finish in that process like they'll come to me and say hey what is you know what style of bait do you want to build next and then it's what do you want to see in that bait and we start going through uh 3d drawings and different cad drawings and changing this and you know move this here make this a little bigger wider you know whatever depending on what the bait is and then we go through and then we you know fine tune it we do weighting and um and then we'll go through colors and you know test samples and you know some of the baits are super quick and easy and they take six to seven months Uh, other baits like the one we launched this year at ICAST, which is the Storm Arashi Glide Bait, uh-huh. it's a seven and a half inch swim bait, and that one took me three years to get it right. Wow, you're kidding! Now, what, no. what goes into that, Brandon? Just just time on the water with the bait. Uh, a lot of it's time on the water, and then that one ended up being a lot of different molds and prototyping and um, different weighting techniques, and yeah. it's there's so many little things that go into that um, that contradict each other and that was the hard part is i wanted that bait to be able to do a lot of different things Uh but the things i wanted it to be able to do when it came to design factors they were opposing factors and so we had to you know you have to change a lot of things to be able to get that to do all those different things um and that was just the that was the hardest part, you know. I mean, moving the weight forward or backwards a couple millimeters right. can change the whole action of the bait. Wow, that's interesting, man. That is very interesting. We got about two minutes. One more question, man. What's on your playlist when you're running up and down the road? Oh man, we I listen to a lot of different music I and mean, yeah, everything I do too. from old country to new country rap rock and roll uh podcasts i mean youtube videos that we just listen to going down the road I mean, <laughs> I, I, when you drive you know forty thousand miles a year i can't listen to just one genre oh i heard you know, that kind of, buddy kind of person that like my mood dictates the kind of music i want to listen to exactly exactly Man, I've I, you know I put in fifteen years in the pro wrestling business back when we drove this country on these two lane roads, brother. That's what I'm talking about. Brandon, <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show, man. Uh, always a pleasure to have you on, brother. Awesome, thank you. Likewise, always good to be on, and look forward to the next time. All right, man. This is how we end our show every week. Matthew four nineteen, and he said unto them, "Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men." Listen to this, y'all. The greatest catch that you and I can make is when someone gets hooked on the love of Jesus Christ. Camden, I love you, son. I'm coming home.
As an angler, you want to catch fish at night more easily. You want to navigate the waterways in low visibility and still be seen by other watercraft. Basically, you want to own the maritime night. Nintendo C LEDs has the gear that you need. That's right, 10 OC LEDs with more lights, less money, and quality products. They specialize in 12-volt efficiency LED marine lighting, offering black lights, navigation lights, deck lights, trailer lights, and bait-attracting crappie lights. For a better fishing experience, visit our website, number 10, letter O-C-L-E-D-S.com, 10OCLEDs.com. Let me tell you about the number one outdoor store in this area, Big Daddy's Outdoors. With its early beginnings focusing mainly on archery, Big Daddy's Outdoors has grown to offer quality outdoor equipment for every discipline of hunting and fishing. Big Daddy's is owned and operated by an avid outdoorsman with a vast knowledge of the products he offers. They look forward to serving you. Big Daddy's Outdoors on the web at BigDaddy'sOutdoors.com or call 877-498-9444. Big Daddy's Outdoors, Bridgeport, Alabama. Need to buy a new prop? Need your prop repaired? Call Dan's Prop Shop. With over 30 years of experience, Dan's Prop Shop specializes in stainless steel propeller repair and modifications. Located at 11238 Dayton Pike in Soddy Daisy, just off Highway 27 at the Hickson Pike exit. Visit Dan's Prop Shop on the web at danspropshop.com or call 1-877-332-9002. That's 1-877-332-9002. Hey folks, this is Boyd Duckett, owner of Duckett Fishing, the home of Micro Magic, Macro Magic, White Ice, and Ghost Series of Rods. The finest series of micro-guided fishing rods ever made on the planet. Our original Micro Magic rods are the first line of production rods to utilize the latest in micro-guide technology. Ultra-light yet durable rods that are perfectly balanced and super sensitive. Visit DuckettFishing.com or just call the office toll-free 888-603-0005. Gemini Sports Marketing, the premier maker of tournament jerseys, hoodies, and accessories for bass fishing and other sports. You want to look like a pro bass angler? Contact Gemini Sports Marketing. Go online, G2Gemini.com. That's G, the number two, Gemini.com. For the easy-to-order system, Gemini Sports Marketing, number one in the bass fishing industry. Go to G, the number two, Gemini.com today. 